Bucks General Manager John Horse addressing the media right now, taking questions about why it was time to move on from Adrian Griffin, saying that he's constantly evaluating the process, constantly evaluating the team, and it was a joint decision he made in consultation with Peter Fagan and others on the team uh, that Giannis agrees that there needs to be a higher standard when it comes to the Bucks level of play so far this year. We continue to monitor that, and we'll bring you more uh, before we get out of here. Wanted to move on to what happened in New Hampshire, what's going to happen in South Carolina in a month, and the implications for Wisconsin. Charles Franklin is the Marquette Law School poll director, and he is with us this afternoon. Charles, it's good to have you here. Good to be here on this uh, rather uh, foggy night. Yeah, it is. It's kind of <laughs> thick out there. I wanted to ask you about about New Hampshire. So for a long time, people who don't want Donald Trump to be president said the field needs to be thinned. Well, the field was thin, but it was thinned very, very late. Ron DeSantis drops out. Nikki Haley loses in ten, by 10 points in New Hampshire to Donald Trump. What's your takeaway from what happened in New Hampshire and what that means for the state of the race? Yeah, I think it makes it very hard for Haley to succeed. Uh, if she had won or finished a close second in Iowa and built momentum and then won New Hampshire— You could at least tell a convincing story about how she might then pick up and be competitive in her home state of South Carolina. Um, But losing by finishing third and back by over 30 points in Iowa and now losing by 10 or 11, I haven't seen the final count yet in New Hampshire, um, is not a strong showing by any means. New Hampshire, by all accounts, was the best state for Haley in the early states. Uh, it has a lot of independents that are able to vote in the Republican primary. And according to the exit polls, they made up about 45 percent of the uh, Republican vote last night. She won the votes of those non-aligned independent voters. Trump won the votes of Republicans. And when we go to South Carolina, where independents can vote in the Republican primary as well, Uh, It's a different state. It's one where she has been successful in the past, but it's one that's pretty sympathetic to Donald Trump. Charles, what is the value in remaining in the race? I know she's going back to her home state, though it doesn't look like she'll win her home state in South Carolina. So what is the value for Haley sticking around? Yeah, I think that's an open question, and we'll see if she changes her mind over the next few days or weeks. Um, You know, it would be one thing if she was a favorite in South Carolina, if she was leading there, she could pick up a win. But uh, there's not a whole lot of polling, but what there is shows Trump at about 52 and Haley 30 points back at about 22. Now, that's before some of these others dropped out, so maybe she has room to pick up some there. But also, do you really want the embarrassment of losing your home state possibly losing it kind of badly. Is that worth staying in for? Remember, Monday a week ago, Ron DeSantis finished second in Iowa and said it's on to South Carolina and we'll win there. And six days later, he dropped out of the race. So I think we, you know, we listened to Haley give a speech last night that showed she was really committed to staying in this. And maybe she is. But the cold light of day in the coming weeks and what happens to donations to support her campaign. Those are all open questions. Marquette's Charles Franklin is with us. Charles, is there value in staying in from this 
point of view. Donald Trump is right now in court as often as he's on the campaign trail. We don't know how that all plays out, and she's kind of the last person standing if things get really crazy and others want an alternative. Yeah, I don't think there is a lot of reason for that um, to stay in because of that. It is true that Trump will be making court appearances, but his trials in the criminal cases are being slowed down quite a bit. So I don't think those are on the horizon anytime soon. I think the best story you could tell is that something might happen that makes the Republican convention turn to someone else. Here in Milwaukee, that would be an interesting turn of events. And she would like to be considered in that. But staying in and losing upcoming primaries, especially Super Tuesday in uh, on March 5th, um, doesn't seem like the best way to ingratiate herself to the uh, convention if that remote possibility even opened up. Um, I, I think it's very hard to see where the success story is now, given that strong performances in Iowa and New Hampshire really didn't happen. So how do you get that going again? I will say it's not over till it's over. And Joe Biden in 2020 was looking in terrible shape until he won in South Carolina. And that totally rejuvenated his campaign in 2020. So let's not say never, but we can say long shot. Charles Franklin is the Marquette Law School poll director. Charles, thank you so much. It's always good to have your perspective. Thanks for having me.